Love Talk Radio. Who were following our footsteps, who were taking the baton, as it were, 
and really making strides in terms of the betterment of our community as uh, young African-American men and women. So I'm going to just uh, let you know that indeed Dr. Alert has authored a book with eight other gentlemen, eight other brothers, uh, that being Jacob Bison, Frank Cotal, Ray Holiday, Zangbaugh Thompson, Jamie Hector, Kel Spencer, Purvis Taylor III, and Faudelf Jackson. And uh, the book titled Single Man, Married Man is uh, basically about breakups, makeups, disappointments, and disasters that uh, nobody warned you about uh, and how love would make life this way. And it goes on to say, this excerpt that I'm reading, that after all, every man really wants to get married. And why aren't they marrying you? I guess this is being addressed to the sisters. And where exactly did the romance go wrong? And, and now that the Prince Charming barely plays, pays any type of attention to you anymore. And it goes on to say that, as it turns out, men are more unpredictable than their reputation would have you believe. It takes a lot to hold their attention, and men tend to lose interest in romantic partners when they stop being well interesting, as it were. So what really goes on in the male psyche when it comes to romantic relationships? If you ever wanted a peek inside the minds of real men, that is your chance. I should I say this is your chance by purchasing single man, married man, and delving into what they have to share. Together we have uh, eight men with eight different worlds who are single, married, engaged, and divorced as they answer questions and share their unique insights about love and marriage. Consequently, the result is a groundbreaking look at the thoughts and feelings of a diverse group of men with answers to those burning questions that you've never been able to ask and surprising information that will forever transform the way you look at relationships. I must also add that they have appeared on the show, the TV show titled Here and Now with host Brenda Blackman, as well as the Today Show with Matt Lau. Um, and they, I'm looking forward to them telling us, at least uh, our brother uh, Gene Alert, telling us about the experience of sharing their book on national TV and how it was received and, and uh, you know, after those appearances and, of course, how many sales they were able to uh, experience as a result of that uh, opportunity. I'd like to also just touch upon the fact that uh, my wife and I have been married for going on 10-plus uh, years, and we have benefited from reading many books and, and looking at uh, documentaries and shows on TV and through YouTube that deal with relationships and, and marriage and, 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 and how to go through the, the challenging uh, aspects of, of those relationships that we have throughout the months and years. And I recommend that those of you who are listening to do likewise, to be proactive, as well as going to whatever religious institution you belong to on a regular basis uh, your church, your mosque, your synagogue, your temple, and, and also having an ongoing communication with the Most High through prayer 
and meditation so that indeed you can delve within your personal psyche and and also the the as much as possible the psyche of your partner to deal with being in harmony so i encourage you to do that and and hopefully you will be able to benefit leaps and bounds from that experience i also would encourage that you uh deal with the fact that we are here for reasons i my wife and i embrace the concept that there are no accidents and i know that she and i met through an experience that was very uh spiritual uh it just so happened that we happened to be attending a funeral of a mutual friend and um through that experience as i was leaving the ceremony i happened to be introduced to her by her um uh, uh teacher and and mentor spiritual teacher and mentor who recognized me as an African drummer and we exchanged numbers and lost contact with one another and then via uh technology we were able to reconnect with one another and we we knew I acknowledged that indeed this was a spiritual connection that it wasn't an accident it wasn't us going to some nightclub to some uh event and and seeking one other each other out by the way we looked and the way we appeared to be but we knew that the angels at the most high that the, that the irishes that the guardians those entities that work on our behalf unseen un unfelt make these arrangements and i think that once we recognize that there's something to that which comes from an african consciousness an african modality of awareness then indeed um we begin to relate to one another with a certain aspect of reverence so i just wanted to share that with you and uh we're going to take a a a momentary break and when that happens when we come back rather from that break uh we should be able to start the show with our guest uh Dr. Jean Alert
that's what we did. We 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 merged our two businesses. Mm-hmm. I'll let Ray tell him uh, tell uh, tell you guys about himself. Sure. But uh, we merged the two businesses, and um, we created this branding agency where we could actually help more people um, from the start. You know, he does strategy. Mm-hmm. I handle uh, execution, and I also handle uh, just branding on the overall level. You know. Okay. And um, I wrote two books. Uh, one is called Do Right, Do Good. The other one is Single Man, Married Man. Uh, Do Right, Do Good sold thousands of books. It actually won a couple of awards. Um, I, I turned it into a program where now I'm in school. It's yeah. called Faith, Grind, Inspire Entrepreneurship Program. Mm-hmm. Um, I teach inner city kids that are at risk, not the good kids. I want the kids that people Definitely. are like, no, this kid is not going to go far, mm-hmm. and I want him. And I take them through and my her. process and her. But it's usually for males. Oh, no, it's for males? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So uh, I'm getting into, uh, we're going to expand to the little the girls, mm-hmm. but right now I want to focus on the young men. Okay. Um, so I take them and I put them through and I change their, I try to change their philosophy and how they look at life and how they look at their society and stop looking in that box, mm-hmm. you know, and think outside of basketball and rapper, you know, and think business owner, mm-hmm. you know, and author and something else, something that they're passionate about, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, it's called Faith Line Inspire. I also, from the book, um, I actually sent 32 kids to college from my scholarship uh, called Do Right, Do Good Scholarship Award. That's a $2,000 yeah. uh, per person. Yep. Mm-hmm. For four years. For four years. Is there a requirement that they have? To uh, yeah, it was a, it was a, um, well, two point, two point five in college to get, to high school to yes. get it. Yes. But there's no great re- as long as they stay in school. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I understand. It's yeah. Can be challenging. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not- we give them a lot of support as far as you know. They could call us. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of mentors part of the group. Great. So if they okay. ever have any type of moments, um, that. They feel like I'm about to drop out. This yeah. is too rough. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the day we give them the award, uh, it's usually at Borough Hall and uh, Brooklyn okay. Borough Hall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we partnered up so that I could get the space. Um, I make the kids sit in the front, the scholarship recipient, mm-hmm. and I make all the donors sit behind them. Ah. So at the end, at the end, I make all the kids, um, I make the kids uh, stand up. Mm-hmm. And turn around, and I tell them, look, when things get rough, I want you to take a screenshot of this room, because these are all the people who donated ah, in your education. Wonderful. So you don't know these people. <laughs> these people don't know you. But they believe that whatever it is that you have in your mind and your vision is going to work. Mm-hmm. So they're investing in you. So don't give up. Don't think you're alone on this journey. Absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. And then, wonderful. and of course, how can I forget this? <laughs> in 2012, my wife and I, uh, we opened up Brooklyn Swirl, which is the first frozen yogurt shop in Bedford Stuyvesant. Yes. We're currently um, dealing with some, uh, um, you know, hurdles. Yes. Uh, with uh, Brooklyn uh, Landmark yes. Preservation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we acquired the building. We didn't. We didn't know. No one told us that the 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 stuff, the facade was changed. Mm-hmm. We didn't do it. 
It wasn't us. It was like four businesses prior that made the changes, but you know, the title company didn't tell us, right. the lawyers didn't tell us. Mm-hmm. So we called DOB, we got our sign, we put up our sign, we opened the business. Now, five years later, you know, we actually we closed for the winter because we were going to take a winter break and we were going to open in March. Mm-hmm. And we received a, um, a, a a violation warning saying you got to take down the patio, you got to take down the sign, you got to take down this glass, you got to take down the windows, you got to take down the wow. AC, you got to take down the murals, you got to do you got to take down the security cameras, you got to take down your the light posts, the lights. Everything. So they're making you restore it? They're making us restore it. To this original. To the original 1972. So the Brooklyn Swell is not going out of business. We're not going out of business. It might look like it, but we're, we're, yeah, we're going to still open. I'm happy to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, the nostalgia is nice, but it seems to me that they should have found a way to make the previous owners accountable, Mm -hmm. not Mm. putting it all on you. Yeah. And they said... That doesn't even sound legal. It doesn't, yeah, right? I'm sure they found a way to make it legal, but that doesn't yeah. even sound yeah. legal. Right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. But they're going to find a way to... Especially uh, the title company. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what they're in business for, to make sure yeah. there are no violations or no issues mm-hmm. before someone purchases a piece yeah. of property? And you know what? There was right. no violations. That was the thing. You, when you, you can't close unless you have clear title. Yes. Yeah. So, but... The violations came after, mm-hmm. like 10 years later, right. <laughs> because what the changing community, now people are coming in. So when people are coming in, people are making calls, because now they're like, I was going to say that. You know, they're like, wait, I wonder if this patio, they might have got, someone probably tried to do something in their house, mm-hmm. or change a door, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, this is landmark, you can't do this. They're like, wait, if he can't, if I can't do this, how come he has a patio? They're like, who has a patio? Mm -hmm. And if it's landmark, when you go to closing, shouldn't you receive some type of document or something? Thank you. Thank you. You might, you might have a court case. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You might have a court case. They might end up needing to pay you. I really believe that. I hope so. Please help me. I really believe that. These title companies and these abstract companies, they're making a lot of money to give you this information. That's why they're in business, Mm -hmm. to give you this information. They didn't give it to you. No, they didn't. And now you're you're being penalized for something that they did not do. This See, the title thing is what I was thinking also. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to have to look. This is like the third time I heard that, so I'm going to have to really look into it. Yeah. Yeah, there are no accidents. You know, we, no, we, 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 we come here for a certain reason, and, mm. and that is fine. And indeed, you know, there are uh, other things that we have to discuss yeah. and, and reveal to each other. And, and that's what I love about the spirit of us as a people. You know, um, it, we are, we're conditioned to look out for one another. And, and as as a natural conditioning, mm-hmm. but uh, we've accepted being normal for us not to be concerned with one another, mm-hmm. to put each other down, you know, and to wish each other bad. Yeah. And and uh, I find that that's something that I'm very um, um, sensitive about, but I'm optimistic that that's going to change. And as young brothers like yourselves, 
that uh, make me optimistic in terms of that being being the case, especially with you sharing with us and the listening audience the um, the scholarship program that you have, and the fact that you're not following the uh, the model that they have to maintain a certain grade point average. Yeah. Because you're aware of the fact that most youngsters in our community are really challenged, you know, not only with dysfunctional families, but also in terms of the school system, uh, shortchanging them in terms of what they need to succeed. Sure. So uh, I'm really so happy to hear that. Uh, what when, I, what when people bring about the change, and when we're talking about, you know, as the name of the show suggests, grassroots holistic health, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's wonderful that we have all of these modern amenities, and, you know, this is great, you know, the technology, but when, if you go back when you break it down to the lowest common denominator, yeah. it is all about helping people. That's what our community always did traditionally. Absolutely. We got away from it. We yeah. got fancy degrees. We drive SUVs. We <laughs> be, I didn't yeah. survive that. I sure yeah. 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 It just worked out. That yeah. 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 Um, we have all of these things now yeah. that have taken us away from our traditions. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when we start going back to what our traditions are. Yeah, keep, you know, keep the tablets, keep the, you know, the laptops, keep all of these things, keep the Bluetooth. That's great. Mm -hmm. But how are we going to use it to our advantage for our community? Yes. Because it's obvious that these things were not intended for our benefit, mm -hmm. but we have them. Mm -hmm. Okay, and we get to touch and taste them. Mm -hmm. How are we going to use it so that we can heal our community? And my wife, Dora, she's a former teacher. Oh. For eight or nine years, oh, so she's yeah. speaking from experience. Mm -hmm. You know, she's speaking from a, a certain uh, position of, of experience teaching in the city children. Well, I but, taught the high high um, high risk right. need children. Mm -hmm. And no, I was in District 75 for a while, which, as you know, is special ed. Mm -hmm. um, I also was assigned to, and I do say assigned to, <laughs> like what they would call the worst kids in the worst neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. So th that was the population yeah. that I taught. Yeah. And they were not the worst kids. They're brilliant. They're so sweet. They're wonderful. Absolutely. They're intelligent. And they're, they're ingenious. Everyone they're awesome. Yeah. Every one so, of them. Yeah. So what are we doing to strip away those labels? Exactly. Because they, they might be at risk because of certain economical impediments. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. Mm -hmm. right. But above and beyond that, these are brilliant children, children that mm -hmm. I had the pleasure to work with for eight years. Mm -hmm. Nice. So, brother, brother uh, Jonathan, Dean. No, Ray. Ray I mean, Ray. Ray Raymond Dean. Yeah. Raymond Dean. Um, that was a Freudian slip. Share with us, the listening audience, and, and, and those of us here, um, what your journey has been as a businessman and as a young man uh, growing up here in New York City. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah, so, um, I would say that my entrepreneurship um, journey started. I say kind of frantically because I was in college. You know, my dream was to be a, a film director. So mm -hmm. I was in I was in St. John's University for film. Okay. And um, my goal was to make movies. That was all I, I wanted to do, just make films. And um, I I was I basically in my junior year I I got my girlfriend pregnant. Mm -hmm. So I had a baby coming. Mm -hmm. So I said, Oh my God, I gotta make money. I, I gotta you know I gotta I, I gotta do something. Like I got a baby coming. So Absolutely. I said, okay, I, I got to start my own business. So I started trying to figure out what I want to do. So I actually ended up teaching myself web design. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's the first thing I did. I taught myself web design so I can start, like, 
creating what at the at the time I thought okay, I could create a website to promote my short films. I had no idea how I was going to make money, but I knew okay I I could do something. So I started. The first thing I did was I learned how to make a website. So I I, I went down that road. Um, I didn't make I didn't it didn't pan out the way that I wanted it to. Like I didn't make I didn't work out so well. Yes. So now. I'm like, oh my God, what am I gonna do? So eventually, it turned into offering web design services to other people, and I was able to eventually design websites for the New York State NAACP oh, for Hazel wow, Dukes. Wow, wow. I did her. I, I ran her website for almost ten years. Uh-huh. I did the website for Brooklyn NAACP with Karen Boykin Towns, mm-hmm. um, and then eventually I started to um, use the the filmmaking skills that I had to direct commercials for local businesses. Mm-hmm. So I took the skills that I had and I used it to create a business, you know? Yes. So then from there, I started um, shooting commercials, and to this day I have commercials that's played on, you know, New York One, ESPN, mm-hmm. all the major networks. Um, awesome. So that's, that, that I also did two independent films. Mm-hmm. So... These are all the things that I, I accomplished, but along the way, I, I, it wasn't an easy road. It was a lot of ups and downs. I never really had a plan. I never really had a strategy. I pretty much learned as I went. Mm-hmm. So what happened was even though I had levels of success, I never really could maintain, like, a steady flow of cash. I was always struggling. Right. I was always struggling. Even though I had success, I was always struggling. Okay. So it's funny he said that we're all here for a reason, yes. and and we have to help each other yeah. because I realized that through my struggles and through all of the hardships that I endured, if I would have took a little time to create a plan, like a strategy, mm-hmm. and thought it through, mm-hmm. I I could have I could have been so much more successful. So now I have this amazing opportunity to work with Gene at ACA Branding. We're right here on Marcus Garvey Boulevard, mm-hmm. and what I do now is I help create strategies for people who are looking to start their business or grow their business. Mm-hmm. Because one thing that we're not trained to do is, like, we go to school, yes. and, you know, you have English, you have math, you come at this time. This is what you're going to learn. Mm-hmm. So many times kids, we're not, we're not trained to sort of think about what we really want to do. Yes. So that's the reason why a lot of times when people get to college, they're like, I don't know. You know, that's like the first time you kind of get the opportunity to start paving your own way, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and people are lost. And then even worse, what I find is people who are starting businesses, they're passionate, they got a great idea, they say, I want to I, I wanna, I wanna do my own hair business, or I want to start the world's first, you know, science lab in yes, Brooklyn. Yes. They have these amazing dreams, but then what it is is they don't actually have a plan to get there. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're going after something without an actual, like a. It's like you're going after it blindly. Yes. So what I what what I want to do is to help people see a clear vision so they can reach their goal. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that, and I've helped a lot of a lot of people grow, and and start their businesses, and it's it, it feels great because once as a community, the more successful businesses we have, mm-hmm. the more jobs we'll create for the people in our community. You know, the more better places that we'll have for us to go 
the more people will be inspired because if you start a business, like Gene said, not everybody can be Diddy or or uh, uh, or Jay Z. But if you have someone who started a successful business, other kids will look at that and say, "Wow, I can do that." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is the reason why we're, what we're doing is so important because we're helping people not go through all of those hurdles. Absolutely. Because that that because if you have a dream and you have a drive, and you're on your your journey, mm-hmm. but you keep hitting all these blocks and 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 things are not working. You start to that that dream is start is slow. It's like a it's like a slow wound, mm-hmm. and it's slowly killing your drive. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know that's that that's profound, brother. What you just shared in terms of uh, your journey and and assisting other people. And and and, and I'm going to just fast forward to something that just came to my mind that I read about what you said, Gene. Mm-hmm. That if it wasn't for your wife. That you wouldn't have been successful, mm-hmm. and uh, indeed, uh, I echo that. If it wasn't for my wife, I would not be um, in the position that I'm in right now in terms of my growth as an elder, because mm-hmm. you never stop growing. And I'm sure you have a partner in, in your life, uh, oh, yeah. your your child, my my, um, um, my girlfriend at yeah. the time. She's now my wife. Wonderful, years. awesome, <laughs> awesome. Congratulations. So, congratulations. Yeah. yeah. So is this thing, this title, single man, married man, oh, is yeah. apropos. You know. Yeah. Uh, with that, I'm just going to take an apropos break, <laughs> and 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 come back with uh, you, the listening audience, and those here momentarily. Stay with us, please. I told you, those of you listening, and I said this is going to be an exciting show, and we're just getting started. Actually, we haven't even gotten into the meat of the show. You know, mm-hmm. basically the introduction and, and, and just touching a, a very rich surface of the experiences of, of my two guests here, uh, two brothers who are really uh, making inroads, leaps and bounds in terms of their own personal life and their journey, and also, uh, very importantly, um, making an impact within our community, especially the youth. Um, I was talking about before a partnership, you know, the significance of having a good partner. And I think that once, uh, especially those of us men in our community, recognize that it's incumbent upon us, it's so important that we have a partner that we can rely on. Not just your, you know, my man, your homie and whatnot, you know, which is good, but someone actually loves you unconditionally, 
and is there with you through, through the ups and downs. And um, as history would show, going back thousands of years, it is the woman in a man's life that provides that, that love that's unconditional, that provides that uh, commitment to assist you in healing in those areas that, and I've read from a metaphysical perspective, that uh, when you become joined with the woman in your life, you are helping each other to heal that part of your psyche, of your soul that is broken, that, that, that is in a state of, of, um, of need for repair. And, and thusly, when you open your heart to her or to him, if it's a woman, that person does not take advantage of your being vulnerable, as it were, and recognizes your needs and does the best he or she can to satisfy those needs on whatever level they're able to do that. So I just want to share that thought, um, but perhaps maybe we should back up a little bit and get into uh, one show is not going to be enough <laughs> yeah. to go through all this. Because we want not just to go to, to review your book, uh, Single Man, Married Man, mm -hmm. and how you came about to, you know, writing the book and okay. and, and, and attracting and engaging um other partners. Yes. We're also going to talk about your service in terms of branding. It, synchronicity just happened. As I was saying, there's a, a few things we had to cover, and that was one of the areas. Um, so without any more digression on my end, share with us how you came about with this idea of uh, single, single Man, man Married Man. Well, funny enough, Single Man Married Man came about at Brooklyn Swirl. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, we weren't thinking about writing a relationship book. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you you remember, I always was with this guy, his name was Frank. He would always be at the shop with yes, me. Yes, I remember You remember that. Frank? Yeah. I remember Frank. Yes, so Frank and I are best friends since third grade. He's oh, actually wow. in Florida right now taking care of his father, but we grew up together, you know, um, He's one of our media salesmen for uh, ACA, mm -hmm. um, so we're always around each other. So when we open, when my wife and I opened up Brooklyn Swirl, Frank would always be there, mm -hmm. you know. So when women would come in, they would assume that me and Frank own the business. They don't oh. know. They never see my wife. Yes, yes. So they would say, "Oh." Uh, you own, uh, you guys own this business. This is cool. And I'm like, no, no, no. My wife and I. Uh -huh. And they would, they would see Frank. So they say, oh, so where's your wife? So he goes, I don't have one. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, what's wrong with you? Ah. Uh -huh. So that's where the seed was planted. So we were, I'm talking about. If it happened once, maybe this book we weren't even be conversing about this book. Mm -hmm. But it happened every day. What's wrong with you? Why don't you have a wife? And then so, so then as a you know entrepreneur, I saw a little opportunity. opportunity. <laughs> Meeting that need. Meeting that need. So I said, okay, ladies, why don't we put a website together, and so you guys can ask a married man and a single man a question, because that's after it started with what's wrong with you, then it became this conversation, and me and Frank would debate, and. I'm talking about people would come in, and they would order yogurt, and uh, they would put it in the bag. My staff would give it to them, and we're so engaged with this conversation 
the yogurt would melt in the bag, and I would have to. I feel bad, so I would have to give them two more or one more. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah. melt. Put it in the freezer. They're like, put it in the freezer. This is too deep. Yeah, yeah. I'm in a rush, but I'm like, so the relationship mm-hmm. conversation is deep. Yeah. You know, and it didn't. Matter. I'm talking about people who are like, oh, I'm, I can't go. I can't stay. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they're staying for two hours talking to me and friends. Wow. Yes. So, so I'm like, okay, we have something. Mm-hmm. So I, I started this website called, I actually called Ray. Ray did, uh, handled all our websites for many years. Mm-hmm. And then now um, Ray doesn't handle the websites. What Ray does is Ray is the project, like he's the consultant, So, but he has a team. We have a team of website des- designers and yeah. developers mm-hmm. that work underneath our company, you Wonderful. know, under ACA branding. Wonderful. But so Ray actually produced Single Man 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 for me, right? Mm-hmm. And we had the first web, the initial website was uh, women submitting one question each. Mm-hmm. Once they submitted the question, it came to our email. Mm-hmm. We took the top, um, fast forward the story, we took the top, uh, we received 400 emails. Mm-hmm. We took the top 10 mm-hmm. and then uh, questions. Then Frank and I were going to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. So then one of my cousins, Jaquel, Jaquel Bazin, he's divorced, but he's a divorced single father, right? Yes. So he said, you got to get the divorce point of view. Ah, yes. So I said, oh, okay. Then my other friend, Kel, Kel Spencer, at the time, he, he, this guy, he writes for Will Smith, his songs, like that song Wild Wild West. Yes. Uh-huh. So he writes. He wrote that song. Um, he writes a bunch of. Um, he's an artist. He was engaged at the time. So he said, "You gotta get the engaged point of view." Then my f- other friend, uh, DJ Fidel, he's divorced and remarried. He's married to uh, Egypt Sharad. She's the host of HGTV. Oh, you know, real estate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he's married to her. So he said, you got to get the divorce remarried point of view. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So that, Is that website, website still up? I have yeah. a couple of questions. Well, right now, right, yeah, right now it's different. We, we changed the format of the question. He's like, wait a minute, what do you mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, I'm talking about. You got to you got to say right? Uh, absolutely. So you see what you know, buddy. I know. See, that's why I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, because when we talk about relationships, it gets on. So, um, so what did we do? Oh, so we end up getting Ray Holiday. He's he's a blogger. He mm-hmm. talks about he's a different space. Purvis Taylor. He um he's a life coach. Mm-hmm. Um, he works with a lot of success, successful women. Yeah. And they're trying to figure out, like, why can't I get a man? You know, mm-hmm. I, I succeeded with everything in my life. I can't do this. Yeah, so Jamie Hector. Jamie Hector wrote the forward. He's right. married with kids, but he's mm-hmm. an actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on The Wire. He was on um, uh, a couple of other shows mm-hmm. on television. And then Zenga Thompson. Zenga, yeah. And Zenga, yes, he was one of the co-authors of, um, he helped me. With uh, do right, do good. Mm-hmm. Where we actually added him part of single man, married man. Yes. And so uh, once we put the book out, 
uh, we answered the questions. The book is formatted in a way where none of us read each other's parts until after the book was published. Wow. So when we edited the book, the editor only sent us our version, our part. Isn't that something? Yeah, okay. so when people would call us up and say, hey, in the book it says blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And we're like, who the hell wrote that? <laughs> you know? And we're like, Fred did. And we're like, oh, man. You know? So, um, but we wanted to keep it real. Yes. You know, and we didn't want to, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We didn't want to um, get influenced by each other. Right. So we wanted to be as authentic as possible. Yes. Uh, but once, and because of that, mm-hmm. once it went to the marketplace, Matt Lauer. I was going to mention that. Matt yeah, Lauer. Matt Lauer. Actually, Brenda, Brenda Blackman. Yep. Mm-hmm. Matt Lauer, who was my, he, he, he read the book. And the Today Show story was interesting because um, we actually were scheduled to go on with uh, Savannah Gunthery mm-hmm. first. Oh, okay. But she was pregnant, wasn't she? Before. Before, okay. So we were supposed to go on with her, but then the terrorist attacks happened in Paris. So they canceled our segment. Now, if you know anything about television, you only have like 72 hours. Mm -hmm. So if they pitch a story and they cut it, Mm -hmm. 72 hours later, it's probably not going to come back, Mm. especially like a book, you know? And I'm not a – like – uh, under I'm a self-published author, right. so that's even harder. You're not, you're not under. I'm not under house. like a house. Yeah, I'm by myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we were like, oh, forget it, mm-hmm. it's over. But because of the grind that me and my partners have, we went to NBC, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, ABC, and we delivered books mm-hmm. to NBC. I'm sorry, NBC, yeah. and we delivered books to pretty much all the producers, and we flooded the place because we thought we were going on the Today Show. That's your expertise, by the way. Yeah, it is. In terms of promoting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. So, see how all the skills lead up? Of course, yeah. So, so because we did that, Mm -hmm. because we thought we were going on on Friday, they canceled our segment on Thursday night. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, we sent out a press release. On Thursday mm-hmm. night, we were about to leave the office. We just popped a little champagne at the office. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going on the Today Show tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we put the gate down to leave, mm-hmm. we got a phone call. I'm uh, so sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, this happens in television. But, yeah. you know, you uh, we have to cancel your segment. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> you mean reschedule? No, cancel. Yeah. But two weeks later, uh, I'm in the. Uh, I was in uh, Costa Rica, with my celebrating my wife's birthday. Right, it was mm-hmm. January like 20th, and they called us back and said, um, Matt Lauer read your book and he wants to interview you. Awesome, awesome. And we end up getting the interview with Matt Lauer and Savannah. So that's wow. the one. That's how we got on the Today Show. And from there, it just went from the Today Show to Fox, Essence Magazine, uh, this place, this place. Here and now. Yeah. Like, all these different outlets Mm -hmm. came. uh, We were on uh, radio. uh, All right. Yeah, we went to Arise. So many opportunities. We were in um, Centric for, like, three three episodes. It was really cool. And they kept replaying our show, Mm -hmm. which was great. Um, we We went on tour from this book. Oh, you know, okay. and it's interesting because it only came about because someone 
a woman came in and said, what's wrong with you, Frank? You know? And I'm not a relationship expert. I don't claim to be. But all I wanted to do with this book was to answer simple questions, to show women that not all men think alike and not all women think alike as well, but also um, that we all share one thing. We want to be loved. Absolutely. You know, uh, one of the biggest questions, the biggest question that we found, like the top question, mm-hmm. was why does my man always need me to stroke his ego? Yeah, I was going to touch upon that. Yeah. yeah. And the, that was the biggest question. thing about ego, you interpret, <laughs> I think you, you made the acronym of... Um, uh, not edging God out, Mm-mm. which is the common acronym, mm-hmm. but every every man needs. Now, what is it? You said uh, I wrote it down too. That uh, ego can stand for every man got one. Was that you coming? <laughs> no, that was Kel. That was Kel. Okay. Yeah. 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 And 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 indeed, we we have we have even conditioned through the society to have enormous ego, mm-hmm. which unjustifiably so, mm-hmm. because of the fact that, indeed, the culture dictates that. You know, as little boys, we look at, well, my age, we were looking at cowboys and, mm-hmm. and you know, the Indians fighting one another, rooting for the cowboys, yeah, for the which cowboys. was kind of insane until, you know, <laughs> yeah. we found out that the indigenous people of this of this country were really taken to the ringer. But not to digress in that area, the, the, the fact that um, the Eastern philosophy dictates that you do as much as you can to keep your ego balanced, Mm -hmm. to not approach life based on ego, but have a certain amount of reverence. And um, uh, I also wanted to touch upon the word namaste, Uh, the the divinity in me honors the divinity in you, which in certain communities uh, throughout the world, especially in India, which is where the word uh, originated from, I believe, um, if you start your day when you see someone, with namaste, it's very difficult for you to have an ego in terms of your interaction with them because you're recognizing the divinity in them, which is like on a level that yours is, you know. So there's a congruence that's happening there which allows for a healthy type of relationship and interaction. So I just wanted to share that that thought with you. Um, What you touched upon, though, in terms of ego, Continue with that thought, if you may. So, uh, with 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 ego, um, the question that we received, you know, the question that we receive from women, a lot of women, mm-hmm. and it's interesting because we we had this debate at the yoga shop. Um, do you think married women and single women think or, think the same? Mm-hmm. So, married women say absolutely not. Single women, see, you're shaking your head. <laughs> but single women yeah. say we all think alike. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So, so, so it's interesting. Wow. It's interesting because married women clearly are like, no, no, no way. You know? But the single women are like, yeah, absolutely. We all think alike. We're women. And we're like, eh, no, no. It's not true. Right. Because, and then you ask the single woman, so if your man gets a haircut, let's do something simple. If your man gets a haircut, mm-hmm. he comes home, what do you say to him? You look nice, that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Or you don't say anything, right? because I don't want to tell him 
he looks good because if I tell him, he already knows he looks good because I'm with him. That's how they think. Mm-hmm. Now, a married woman, she's going to approach it like, oh, you look really nice today. Yes. You know, they did something different with your hair. Mm-hmm. Like, you try something different mm-hmm. or you are... Uh, your face pops out more, your features, something, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. and gives the man a compliment, simple, quick. Mm-hmm. Nothing like, oh, my God, you know, mm-hmm. we need to praise you because you got a haircut. Mm-hmm. Something light. But that simple difference in mentality and the compliment, because when a woman gets her hair done, you know, it's like, I want to hear you say, acknowledge that I spent three, four hours in this salon <laughs> and... You can't, I can't do, I know I can't do it. Yes, yes. When my wife comes home, I'm like, oh, babe, you just got your hair done. Oh, you look amazing. And she's like, oh, thank you, really? You really think so? I'm like, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> you know? And so, and that's it. I mean, but it, it, you know, it stops there. And I'm saying, I couldn't believe that was the number one question. Hmm. I couldn't believe it. That was the number one question. When, and in uh, panels we've had, uh, discussions. I'm talking about rooms of women, rooms of women, and they're divided. Uh, uh-huh. You know, and they, and I'm talking about best friends, mm-hmm. book clubs. Women have book clubs, and when they start these book clubs, they're debating against each other. We had the main librarian, one of the main librarians. She's an African American sister, mm-hmm. and she said this was one of the book best book reads as far as a club is yeah. concerned, because most when they read books together in the book club, mm-hmm. it's, it's like most people all agree. Mm-hmm. But this one actually started debates and, and arguments conversation. and conversation mm-hmm. amongst each other. Mm-hmm. And they, they're like, I never knew you thought like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you would accept that from a man. Or mm-hmm. you wouldn't accept that. You know, and so she was she was like, hands down, this is one of the best reads. It's fun. Right. Um, we had the love editor for Essence Magazine mm-hmm. read the book with her husband. Mm-hmm. You know, the love editor of Essence, right? right. You would think, like, she re- read so many relationship books, she mm-hmm. got it. She said she couldn't believe how many things that when she pointed out to her husband, was like, is this true? Uh-huh. And she was a uh, Yep. You know, there's this there's an interesting piece in terms of relationships going back uh say to the uh to my generation as a youth. Mm-hmm. You had uh, the doo songs and, and a lot of them were codependent based. Mm-hmm. Baby I need your loving, I can't do without you, don't leave me mm-hmm. and so forth. And then it got into uh during the sixties, because mm-hmm. I'm talking about Back then, during the, the 50s, yeah, the 40s, 50s. Uh-huh. Going into the 60s, we had black pride. You know, we were going, growing our afros, wearing dashikis. So there was this element then of respecting your your woman. She's your queen. Yeah, queen. I'm the king. Mm-hmm. Uplifting her, you know, if you will. Yeah. Um, and then through devices, and and I'm not a conspiracy theorist on this, but I'm leaning more towards it than not. Mm-hmm. You have the rap community. If not the gangster rap, mm-hmm. which which came up with the misogynistic attitude and, yeah. down, and you know brought it down, brought it down into yeah. hate, hate, and to yeah. and to dealing with S and M type right. lyrics. 
you know, the more I hurt you, the more I, the more I'm showing that I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, the, and the saddest part about mm-hmm. all this is the fact that, you know, um, the words that you hear, they they have a profound um, control over your thought pattern. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you know, if you think about the like, you know, casting a spell, mm-hmm. you spell words, so oh. you can yeah. cast a spell on a person with your words. So if you listen to music and the music is constantly calling women names that put them down and I don't need you and all of that, mm-hmm. it's going to go into the psyche of the people. Absolutely. So, you know, it would be it would be a beautiful thing to see more love like songs that uplift, you know, through the through the lyrics in particular. Absolutely. I'm so happy to hear you say that cuz your book is part of that 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 change as it, as it were. Mm-hmm. The more people that read it, the more conversation there is about what your book contains and dialogue that's this held, the more I think the the collective, the individual and collective psyche is going to change. You know, so uh, indeed, from a conversation and 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 the uh, and the yoga business. But you know what's funny? You know? It it was his entrepreneurship and his experience that really turned that into a business. Because let's say if if Gene hadn't had so many experiences and started so many businesses, he couldn't have seen an opportunity to turn that into something that ended up being a huge book that got them so many, you know, um, press appearances. It did so many wonderful things. And that's funny because that's going back to what we're, we want to do. Sometimes people just have a great idea, but they don't know how to turn that idea into a business where they can actually monetize it. Yes. yes. So at, at ACA Branding, that's one of our number one goals to, like, really help everyone do that. Great. Well, we're going to take a, another short break, and when we come back, we're going to uh, uh, reach out, I mean, touch base with Brandy. And also, before I, I do uh, take a break, tell the listening audience how they can contact you and reach oh. out to you. Okay. Um, right now, if, uh, if they want to set an appointment, um, they can go to acabranding.com, or they can email consult at acabranding.com, or they can actually just come to the office, 441 Marcus Garvey Boulevard, Brooklyn, New York, 11216. And what's the phone number? Um, 929-210-8109. And if you're on the social media, it's uh, ACA, Branding, uh, ACA Branding Agency. Great. Okay, we're back. Again, I want to thank all of you who are listening and those of you who uh, access us through our archive. 
Uh, we have over 193 shows that we've recorded over the last 10 years. And, of course, uh, I think Gene, uh, Dr. Gene Alert, was one of our first guests going back about, what, about six years ago? Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, that was like uh, our first authors. Authors, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, that was five, about to be six. No, uh, about to be five. Five, five, five years. Five ago. years. Okay. This is when I released um, Do Right, Do Good. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, 2012. Yeah. And, and those of you who, who haven't heard that show, please access our archives. And also, before I forget, uh, your your books, both books are being sold online, right? Yeah. Amazon and... Um, I like selling the autograph copy, yes. genealert.com. Okay. Yeah, and singlemanmarryman.com. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. So you can uh, order a book from uh, Dr. Alert um, through that website. Signed, by the way. Yeah, signed. It, it comes directly from me. Not an intern. There's not a stamp. I personalize the message. Yeah, for it's you. And it's genealert, J-E-A-N-A-L-E-R-T, and there's an E. Is it extra E? A L E R T E dot com. Yeah. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> yeah, I have a silent E at the end of my name too. Yeah, yeah. They always spell it wrong. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, so why don't we touch upon uh, the the aspect of your business uh which concentrates on branding. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh ACA branding, uh we've been around for uh the Entire business. We're actually celebrating 10 years in, uh, next month. Mm-hmm. So we're actually having an event. We'd love for you guys to come. Absolutely. It's going to be at Richard Gallery. Okay. So um, yeah, we wanted to support uh, the community and um, so, but also have our celebration in in the neighborhood. Um, but ACA is pretty much we we want to be that place where if you have an idea, like you said. Um, help you from the beginning, create the plan. If you need uh, the tools to execute, mm-hmm. uh, website, promotional materials, uh, commercials, uh, web strategies, like we, social media, mm-hmm. um, we want to help you. We have the team that's passionate. That's the, that's the difference between us two uh, from a lot of different mediums, right? Everyone that works for us, is passionate about the, in the area that they're helping the clients with. Which is important. Which is important. It's not just a job. Right. You know, so. Yeah, we find people who love to do what they do. So, like, our web designers, like, we have Andrew. Yeah, we have amazing, Andrew. We you have, know, we have D'Artagna. We have D'Artagna. We have people who, like, we find people who love, like, passionate about doing logos, mm-hmm. you know, and we, yeah. we find that person for that. We have people who are passionate about doing websites. Mm-hmm. You know, like myself, I'm passionate about consulting and helping people with strategies. Mm-hmm. So whether, you know, you're starting a business or you have a business, that's, you know, my strength. Gene helps people, like, you know, who are stuck. Yeah. You know, people who are looking to kind of get it to that next level mm-hmm. because he's had so much experience. So everyone we have is very passionate about helping people, and it's a team. Mm-hmm. That's, our whole, that's our whole angle. It's like a team of people who are passionate about helping entrepreneurs and businesses get off the ground. And we did it in this way where you can come to one place. Mm-hmm. You know, we set it up where you come in and it's very nice and it, it's, you know, you can come to one place and you can get everything you need from, 
Awesome. The website to the cards to everything yeah, to commercial. Yeah. And, Is uh, there a financial advisor on site? We do. We not on site, but we have a financial advisor. We have uh, we have an attorney. So when clients want trademark, uh, talking about we have everything. If like, someone wanted to create an LLC or yeah, a, yeah, we could do that. Mm-hmm. All of that, awesome. Yeah, awesome. And uh, we because so many people get into the they get into business and like they. You know, you want you have this passion, you have this drive. Uh, we had a, um, a a panel yesterday, and Ray described it perfectly. He was like, imagine at going, you know, you want to go to Wall Street, mm-hmm. right? You're in Manhattan, and you 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 want to go to Wall Street, and there is no buses, there is no trains, there is no Google Maps, there's no iPhones, there's nothing, mm-hmm. and you 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 say, okay, you ask someone. Which way is Wall Street? Mm-hmm. And they say that way. Just walk, keep walking to the left. Mm-hmm. So you, 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 three days, four days, you walking to Wall Street. Mm-hmm. You finally get to Spanish Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you get to Spanish Harlem, and everyone's speaking Spanish, and they're like. You like is this Wall Street? They're mm-hmm. like, no, yeah, Wall like Street that is that way. Say you were coming from like Park Avenue. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're on Park and Forty Second. You're going the wrong direction. And you're going, going the wrong, wrong direction. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what happens. That's what we try to. That's what he tries to do, and that's what we try to do at ACA to help people instead of because you have a lot of passion. So that first time when you're like, I want to go to, I want to go to Wall Street. Mm-hmm. And instead of making a right, you made a left because you didn't want to listen to anyone. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to really take advantage. You didn't want to take uh, advice from people. You just have, but you let your passion fuel it. Yeah. But sometimes when you you let your passion, um, you get burnt out. You waste time. You yeah. waste time. Waste time. And in in real life, you know that could be years. That's yeah. years. Ten so years. Yeah. Passion becomes ego. And passion becomes ego. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, being a, 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 a partner. Yeah. And thinking. Yes. Um, we're last night, right? We are. Uh, we had a meeting at my house, uh, and we were watching. Um, we were watching the, the founder in the theater, right? Mm-hmm. And when we were watching the movie, there was one part that um, that really resonated, and it was like, "This is us. This is yeah. This is what we do." Mm-hmm. Ray Kroc would have been done. There would be no McDonald's. Mm-hmm. There would have been no McDonald's. If he, he what he did, he was running with passion. Mm-hmm. So he was franchised. Everybody had a franchise. You get a franchise. You get a franchise. Yeah. We all get a franchise. <laughs> he was making 1.9% off of a 15, 15 cent burger. Mm-hmm. Right? No money. Couldn't he even more, pay his he couldn't pay his mortgage. He was about to lose his wife. He was about to lose his house. Mm-hmm. He was about to lose everything. He couldn't pay his light bills. He couldn't pay anything. He was not making any money. Until he, when he went to the bank, he was asking the, he was asking the banker, can, I, can you help me? Mm-hmm. The banker was like, no. For, lucky for him, there was a guy sitting right next to him and heard him and said, look, you're not in the burger business. You're in the real estate business. Mm-hmm. 
and you got it wrong. Mm. He made a left, not a right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So this guy caught him when he was about to give up, Mm. you know, because Ray Kroc knew he had something. But he but didn't he, know he, how to get he there. He didn't know how to get there. Like this, this it was like right this. in front of him. How hard is it to get to a location if you don't know the address? Absolutely. Very hard. You'll never get there. You'll never get there. You'll never get there. So right. someone has to tell you, and this guy was so simple. And it was like an aha moment for everyone. And, you know, the reason we <laughs> put this, this is it defines what we're saying is because look at this. You're going in one, in one way, you are broke. You probably lose your your house. Your wife is he mortgaged his own home to try to support this business. Mm-hmm. Complete failure. He might that might turn into him drinking, being angry, um, spreading more hate. You know. Yeah. yeah. Suicide. Suicide. Blaming blaming the other blaming partner. people. Yeah. Then you, and then you have okay. somebody who comes in like what we do at ACA Branding and says, "Hey, here's another perspective." Mm-hmm. That's what this is really another yeah. perspective. Try this strategy. He turned it into a business that has over 1,600 locations that generates almost a billion dollars in revenue. Yes. You, you couldn't get a, a more of a perfect example of what a strategy can do. Absolutely. And in our community in particular, it, I'm very passionate. I want us as a community of people of color, I want us to win. I want us to have successful businesses that we can pass on to our kids. Legacy. Legacy. Yeah. That's, that's what this yeah. because that's what that's the thing. It's the like the you, you know, I always say you have to ask why am I doing this? Yeah. Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. I'm 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 doing this because I want to help people win. I want people I want people to be happier. Yeah. If you're successful, you're you're more inviting. You invite yeah. your family over more. Yeah, right. You know mm-hmm. you have you have more money, you can go you can go out more, you can spread more joy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The money will come. It, just yeah. that. A lot of people have it. Uh, turned around, they want to make some money. Yeah. No. And then the, the profession and the services they're offering is secondary. Yeah. yeah we it, always say, like, it, you have to it, love your customer. Exactly. Like, I care. I want, I, everybody I talk to, I want them. It, it makes me feel great. Like, wow, you're, like, it's working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, because I don't want people's dreams, because not a lot of people could go through what I went through and keep pushing. Right. Yeah. If people got to Spanish Harlem, mm-hmm. And it was like, you got to go back the other way. A lot of people say, you know what? Forget this. Yeah, forget it. I'm, forget it. I'm, I'm saying in Spanish Harlem. I'm going to eat Spanish. Let me get some rice and beans. Let me just open up a little Spanish. Yeah, let, me, let me just open up a Spanish. And you, go, and you go down the wrong path. Now you're not doing what yeah. you were meant to do. And you know and you, what you said was brilliant because you said we're here for a purpose. So what I developed was a system that, like, I ask people about them. Like, tell me about you. Because I can actually help you figure out what business would be perfect for you. Like grassroots, like what you guys have here, this is perfect for you. Just I can feel your energy. What you're doing is amazing. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And other people can feel it. That's why you have so many listeners. That's why people are listening to us now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's beautiful about this. So it's so important that people, we can connect their passion and actually help them monetize it. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, the bills keep coming. Right. Yes. They come. And if you can't, if you don't, if you can't monetize what your passion is, you're actually doing a disservice to the world because you can't give your your passion to the world. Mm-hmm. You can't if you're a musician and you can't figure out how to get your music and actually monetize that. Mm-hmm. Think about how much beautiful music it, we could be missing. Mm-hmm. There could be someone right now mm-hmm. who has music that will inspire people, mm-hmm. that would change lives, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have that opportunity to to get his music out there. 
We want to help people like that. Mm-hmm. There's people who want to start a, a music label and they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. There's people who want to start a, a, a holistic health. They want to help people get better. Yes. Do you know that the more money they make, the more people they can help? Of course. And then those people that they help, they're going to feel better and treat people around them better. It's a circle. Mm-hmm. It's, we're all connected. Yes. So yeah. if we help each other, because mm-hmm. that's the one area I noticed that we don't really seem to have. If you go around, you know, in Bedside, we don't see much businesses that are dedicated to helping other businesses yes. do better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, everyone's competing with everyone else. Yeah. Competitive. Everyone's competing. Competitive. Yeah. Well, we're, we're in a win-lose um, um, society, and, and sports is one of the main things. Uh, one of my favorite uh, gurus, he's the late uh, Wayne Dyer, yeah, talks yeah, about yeah. that. He says, the ideal relationship to have with people in your community is a win-win relationship. Mm-hmm. But we've been conditioned to deal with win-lose, and sports is part of that. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah. We're part, you know, and we have to win. Yep. They have to lose. They have yeah. to lose. You know, there, are, there are some teams when they lose or when they win, they actually do embrace the losers of the yeah. opposition, you know, right. and, and they recognize, hey, you're a good team, and we're lucky to have won and beat you. Right. But yeah. that's what you're far in between. You know, it's, uh, it's true because, um, like I said, in the beginning, we're dealing with this uh, landmark situation. Mm-hmm. And... Um, in most instances, like for a lot of business owners, when they talk about competition and win-lose, mm-hmm. um, it actually hurt me, right? I was actually sad the whole day. I had to leave my office mm-hmm. because my comp- my competitor across the street is dealing with the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was actually sad for them mm-hmm. to see them leave because mm-hmm. they shut down. They're closed. Wow. Out of business. They don't have a way of reopening. And they're not opening. They're not reopening. They're gone. Mm-hmm. Finished. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I, it, it hurt me. Yes. Because I was like, wow. These guys, it's a family. I saw the, the daughter, the son, the father, the uncles. Everybody was there. I got to know them. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, they've been there for a year. They put all this money to renovate this place, made it beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the money's gone. And the money's gone. You know? Mm-hmm. They didn't even get an opportunity to make it. They didn't even get past that two-year hurdle. Yes. They didn't even get past a year. Mm-hmm. You know? And someone that doesn't even live in our community, that didn't care about mm-hmm. our community in 30 years, mm-hmm. can come and just say, we don't, we don't want you to do this. Mm-hmm. You got to change this from, from metal to wood. Mm-hmm. And then because they can't do it, they were like, they're gone. So that win-win, what Ray's talking about, is real. Mm-hmm. Like, not saying, you know, now that I know about Landmark, if someone was to open up a business, I'm telling, like, yeah, one of my neighbors, people, yeah. I'm telling people. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm telling people our story mm-hmm. is because I don't want it to happen to you. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a yoga place right next to Richard's place. And he was about to order, he was about to order a sign to put up. Mm-hmm. And I said, before you do that, before you make any reservation, check with Landmark yeah. and give them your address, and then just make sure that if you are a Landmark, what's acceptable 
And if you're going to put a sign, put a banner that you can remove, that's no big deal. Mm -hmm. But don't spend too much money. So that's win-win. That's what community is. Because Mm -hmm. I don't want to see, I hate seeing on my block gates down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's annoying to me. And I remember when I came to um, Bed-Stuy in 2012 with my wife to open up the store, and we were, like, one of the first business, it was us and Olivinos mm-hmm. on our block. Mm-hmm. And then Shirley and, and then when Shirley and Alice was going to open, we actually got Shirley and Alice to open there. We mm-hmm. spoke to the landlord and said, hey, we have someone for you. Mm-hmm. Come. Because we wanted to put, okay, we have a clothing store, we have a yogurt shop, we have a wine shop, mm-hmm. we have this restaurant. They didn't make it either. You know, uh, so... It can flow. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the art gallery, we have the right. yoga studio, we have another vintage boutique, you know. And we you have know the great thing about what you're saying with that, if you think about the circulation of money, mm-hmm. the more beautiful businesses that we have exactly. here at Bed-Stuy, we have people from other communities that coming come in. here, bringing their money here, as opposed to us leaving here, here. and bringing our money to the city. Yeah. Exactly. So we go to the city, we, we work, mm-hmm. we get money, and then we go and give it back to them. Give it back to no. them. No. Mm-hmm. Let's build, build let's here. Build here. Yeah. Some communities, Absolutely. the money changes hands 15 times, 15 times plus before it leaves. Oh, yeah. Within well, our community, community just once. It's once, just once, once, most twice. Yeah. The local barber, yeah. painters, you know, hairdresser, and that's yeah. it. And, it, you know, um, and those are social, I'm so sorry, those are social Services. issues that need to be addressed as well. Mm-hmm. Why are we not shopping in our own community? Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, what type of customer service are we offering mm-hmm. or not offering, offering. to yeah, prevent us from, because, you know, I try yeah. my best to um, support my community, yeah. but I'm not spending money with you if you treat me bad. bad. And you want to know, and, and and you that's, know what's funny? So that's something we must promote when we're talking about oh, yeah. win-win and money yeah. circulating. Yeah, There's a reason why. That's true. There's a uh, reason why. Another service that you could provide in terms of customer service. Oh, yeah. That was one of the branches because my wife, she she's worked in, like, corporate for many years, uh-huh, so she's okay. done training on, like, customer awesome. service. Wonderful. So, actually, that's something that we wanted to extend Wonderful. eventually because that, you know, when you go into a store and, you know, you, you're greeted a certain yeah. way, there's that energy. Yeah. And going on that whole idea of, like, the dream slowly dying, mm-hmm. I think the reason why a lot of store like, when you go into a lot of stores, the customer service is so kind of dead and, and not welcoming is because the 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 owner's probably struggling. It's it's, it's sometimes it's, it's 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 slowly. It's like if you get up and you're successful and your business is booming and and people are coming, it's a better energy you're feeling. But if you're but if you can't hardly make your mortgage, your rent, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my god, it's like the energy is 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 not there. So so it's so important to get people when they have that drive and that energy to like be successful because that's contagious. Absolutely. The owners also have a responsibility yeah. to the employee. If yeah. I'm a business owner, yeah. I know about my bills and my issues and whatever might be going on, but I have a responsibility mm. not to pass that on to yeah. my employee. Yeah. Because that's my yeah. job, you have yeah. to fake it until yeah, you make it. Yeah. Okay? Because you're going to feel my energy. Yep. So now if a customer or a client walks through the door, yeah. then the yeah. staff is yeah. going to act like, yeah. we actually well, had. Yeah. We're not going to say the name of the place, but right. we actually went to go meet with a potential client, 
And we knew that they wouldn't be the right client for us because the owner, we were trying to tell him, like, when people come in, smile, be happy. Like, you know, he was so stressed about the, you know, I mean, they were the cook, him and the cook, everybody was arguing, and you could feel it. And and people, the business was was draining. And we saw so many inner conflicts there. We were like, man, they well, one of the things that you said you could do right yeah. was the fact that you, you spent a paragraph or two on being able to smile. Mm-hmm. So always have a smile and engaging. And that's one thing about Alert. He has a vivacious personality. And people say that about you. Yeah. You know, I'm sure you've heard it before. Yeah, I remember and, I used to get in trouble. People mm-hmm. in school, like the teachers, mm-hmm. the teachers mm-hmm. used to tell me, why are you smiling so much? <laughs> I used to because I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they used, to get, they, used to, they used to get so, I would walk down the hallway just by myself, like no headphones, like no boogie by hand. Like just, uh, and they were like, yo, why are you smiling so much? Why are you so happy? What's wrong with you? And they thought I was crazy. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm like I'm alive. I get to walk. I just see the kids. You know what it is? I know it. Like I'm walking. You know what it is? Because Gene has a vision. Think about it like a kid. Yes. You go to Disney World. Yeah. You know you're excited. Like you're on your way. Yeah. But you have something to be excited about. But if you're not going anywhere fun, it's another day. Yeah, it's true. I always have like I get excited with like when I think of where I'm going. I'm in love with the process. Yes. I'm in love Absolutely. with the process. Absolutely. You know, people talk about the end. Mm-hmm. I'm more excited. I don't care about really what's in the book. Mm-hmm. I cared about the journey, the journey to, to get you it's to find a father. I love it. Yes. I love it. What, what Ray's doing mm-hmm. with us and these clients, it's the journey. Mm-hmm. It's not the end result mm-hmm. because they can take everything he gives them Mm-hmm. And do nothing with it, yeah. Yeah. and still go the opposite direction. Many people do that, and many yeah. people do it. You having a young son? Yeah, who just turned one. He just turned one. Yeah, he's fourteen yeah. months now. Yeah. A new. Wonderful. I know that you're excited each day. Yeah. With the moment, each moment is a journey, and you see him changing and growing. Every day. It's not every day, every week, every it's yeah, every, every month. Day. Yeah. You can see a change. Uh-huh. You know, you told me before he was saying, "You know, leave me alone." Yeah. He's not two yet. But he's getting ready for this. He's getting ready for, for that. Leave me alone. He's getting ready to say it. Uh, okay. He's showing his action. No, no, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> Thus, that brings you back to ego. Yeah. So it takes a, a very healthy and informed parent mm-hmm. to understand that, yes, indeed, that child is going to experience, go through the experience of growing his or her ego in so-called terrible twos, which I don't like that label. But if you're not healthy, you're going to abuse that child because the yeah. child is beginning to assert itself yeah. rather than being an observer and saying, okay, this is the process. Yeah. And the let process. me help the child go through that exactly. process. So uh, I want to, again, thank you so much for joining us. The hour is up. Okay. As a matter of fact, we went beyond. Oh, which is always sorry. good, you know, when we're an excited <laughs> uh, dialogue. And I, I would just ask that, you know, that this not be the last show no, that we can not. repeat this and also to spread the word so that perhaps we can have uh, some people calling in and, and having a dialogue okay. to go around this, this uh, awesome book, um, Single Men, Married Men. Uh, what is your phone number again and the contact so, information? Yeah, so our phone number to ACA is 929-210-8109. 
And uh, to get in touch with us, you can call. You can go on our website, uh, acabranding.com, um, or you can email us or follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram. Just type up ACA Branding Agency. Um, and, yeah, visit our website, acabranding.com. Um, if you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram as well. It's Mr. Alert, M-R-A-L-E-R-T-E. And um, we appreciate. Thank you for thank you very much. Thank you for having us. It's a yeah. pleasure. Thank, thank you for you joining so us. Much. We've been listening to Dr. Gene Erlert, um and his partner, uh, Mr. Raymond Bean, who's a consultant of the business. Um, we we are definitely looking forward to having them join us again. And also, let me not forget that you can visit our website, which is Drums of Change. That's www.drumsofchange.com. And if you'd like to call, that's 888-338-2508. That's 888-338-2508. Again, we end as we begin by giving praise and thanks to the One Most High, uh, to our ancestors, to our guardians, to the Orishas, to the angels, to those deities, and all of those who assist us in our journey as we find our purpose in life, and serve each other. So thanks again. Peace and love. Namaste.